Good morning, good morning, and welcome to my podcast. My, my, my name, my name is Desiree Shaw. I'm a psychotherapist and I practice at the Priory. I vlog and I podcast on mental health with a keen interest on men's mental health. I podcast on a Monday, Wednesday and Friday. This week, however, I didn't do my Wednesday podcast. I must apologise, apologies, apologies for those of you who were expecting to hear Habit Wednesday. I was sick, I had the flu, uh, still kind of battling it out at the moment, but um, you didn't want to hear what I sounded like on Wednesday, it would have been awful. So I apologise, apologies, I apologise, <laughs> I apologise and um, I'm bringing you Friday relationship Fridays and it's all about the relationship with yourself. For those of you who've tuned in for the first time, I'm Desiree Shaw and I vlog because I'm on a mission to make therapy accessible and change the world one thought at a time. So the most important relationship that you can have is the one with yourself. It is the one that is above all other relationships, the one that you have with you, because you have to live with you every single minute and second of every single day. So the importance of your relationship with you stands above all. And it's super important that your relationship with you is healthy and wealthy because it's you. It's all about you. So what do I mean, the relationship with yourself? Well, how do you speak to yourself? What do you tell yourself when you go through situations? Is your voice friendly? Is it warm? Is it cold? Is it hard? Is it vicious? Is it attacking? Is it mellow? Is it, is it humorous? Humorous? Not hummus. What? What language do you use when you speak to yourself? And I'm not talking about actually having a conversation with yourself. Thoughts in your head, the way you wake up in the morning, the way you manage yourself for the day. What are you telling yourself? Because this is what builds the relationship with yourself, is how you treat yourself mentally and emotionally and physically. This is major important to the way you survive and live. As we're growing up, nobody explains to us that it's important to treat ourselves well. We're taught about going to school. We're taught about getting involved with activities, learning, thinking about the future. But nobody actually says, what's your relationship like with you? How well are you to you? It's so important that you recognise that the way you treat you has a lasting effect on you. An absolute lasting effect. You can't deny the way you treat yourself because it will be evident in the things that you te- you participate in. I used to work with children and young adults and I found that work to wear thin, really, really, really wore thin on me. And it was it became evident why. I was working with people who were self-centred, quite arrogant, because they were taught this way by parenting, 
um, only believed that they were right and um, actually were telling themselves really harsh things in the back of their mind, but didn't want to be honest about that and wanted to put up a front. And it made life so difficult because they were taught by media, music, all sorts that you never, ever focus on yourself. You focus on what other people think of you. So because of that, it's like fighting. It's like trying to have an arm wrestle in the middle of a swimming pool. <laughs> what are you going to do? You're just going to keep twirling around, aren't you? You're going to get nowhere. Nobody wins. So it was difficult to recognise as a young person that what you do to yourself, what you say to yourself is really important. Really, 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 really important. And when a young person is not able to recognise this, they actually self-destruct. And we all do that. So we normally start self-destructing from a young age until we grow up into adulthood. But when when we realise that the relationships that we have with ourselves, the relationship that we have with ourselves is of the is the key to us feeling and doing and being better towards ourselves, recognising what you do for yourself enables and empowers you to take another step forward into the future because it supports you holistically. You are stuck with you. So would it not make sense to be your very own best friend rather than your very own enemy? When you are your very own enemy, you cause yourself so much dysfunction and so much internal, emotional, mental mental torture. And then you pretend to the world that you're not that way, which then makes it 20, 50 times worse. When you create a much more loving, caring, self-accepting way of dealing with the self, you'll be able to embark on things that you probably thought you couldn't, manage situations that you didn't believe you could, and be able to take on opportunities and bask in the glory of what you're capable of doing. But that comes with you recognising that you're capable. But you can only recognise that you're capable when you've nurtured yourself enough to support yourself to move forward to encompass all of you because I don't want to sound like a happy clappy airy fairy but you are imperfect but you're absolutely perfect in all your imperfection you're absolutely worthy the way that you are but ultimately when you recognise that you're already accepted because you actually are a part of the world and every, everything else is a Jedi mind trick. <laughs> I sound like one of those conspiracy enthusiasts, don't I? It's all a part of the Matrix. Well, actually, if you think about it, you turn on the TV, you watch the news, you watch everything, you watch the adverts. Everything is telling you that you're not actually good enough. Yeah? So you're being sold little subliminal messages about yourself, which you pick up and you pocket and you manoeuvre around with you throughout the day. So you watch an advert and there's this really... As as women, we watch an advert and there's a really nice slim woman and she's rubbing her some moisturiser over her nice smooth legs and all of a sudden you start thinking, oh my God, 
I need to go and lose some weight. <laughs> my skin's not like that. Oh, my gosh, I need to sort this out. Start getting stressed. We see clothes and we think, oh, my gosh, that wouldn't fit me like that, but I want it, fit that. I want it to fit me like that. We start getting stressed about this. We decide that our jaw's too wide, our nose is too small, our eyes are too big, our head is too small, our head is too big, our shoulders are too broad, our body is too long. We're just inadequate and we're constantly repeating this stuff over and over and we get validation of these thoughts throughout the magazines and the social media and what we see you know when you watch those videos I remember when cable first came over to the UK years ago good 20 plus years ago and it was the box and then it moved on to MTV and then the box turned into a different music channel and every single song every single song that was aired the how the women looked how the men looked it just seemed so unattainable and if you weren't this if you didn't look like this then you were nothing and this is the message we get we're being fed and this ruins our relationship with ourselves because we start berating ourselves and we start telling ourselves, I'm not good enough, I can't, I don't look like that, this is, I'm not worthy. So we're not supporting ourselves to heal, get better or do better. We're actually supporting ourselves to feel much worse and do worse and then do all the self-destructive things that work against us. And this is why it's important to have a relationship with yourself. This is the most important relationship that you can have ever. I, I remember growing up and feeling completely inadequate and meeting people. I was, would be gravi- I'd gravitate towards people that would also highlight my inadequacies because this is what I was familiar with. This is what we do. Some people say, oh, you attract this. It's actually what you're familiar with. And familiarity... There's some comfort in it, you know? And when we find that we're around people, we keep attracting the similar type, it's because there's some comfort in it. Not because there's something wrong with us or this is the attraction or there's this chemical, whatever, fusion that you can't stop. It's because we're familiar with it. And something else would be too alien and we don't want to do something different because, ooh, something different, scary, can't do that. So we often gravitate towards the same type of people and the same things. So if you've come from a place where you had a lot of negative self-talk or people were particularly difficult towards you about how you looked and your appearance, you're probably going to find that you're going to gravitate towards people that treat you the same way because it's familiar, okay? Not because of law of attraction and you're attracting it. It's because it's familiar. And um, I remember being in a situation with a person who was in my life for some time who wasn't wasn't nice. And what happened was um, this person became the very reflection of all the ugly that I saw within myself. They were very, very, very cruel. And um, it became, you know... The the mirror was like the ugliest mirror. It was like, you know, mirror, mirror on the wall. <laughs> Who's the ugliest of them all? And this mirror would love, would, would enjoy letting me know how I looked, feeding into all of my insecurities. Because we live in a world where somebody always got to be on top, haven't they? 
<laughs> and we we because we feel feel bad about ourselves we, we project it to others and there's some gain in that like when you watch tv and you watch the social media there's some gain there's gain in making you feel bad okay love island i i have a lot of negative feelings towards that show because of what it represents and how these young people look and all of the triggers that it puts out there and the socialisation, it's just a cesspit for disaster, for mental, emotional turmoil. These people are not comfortable and anybody watching it is trying to live up to a standard and it's really not healthy. And um, constantly being told that if you don't look this way, you're not good enough. Imagine if you were told something different. Imagine as a child, you were told how wonderful and perfect you were, as you are. Imagine the relationship you would have with yourself now. How would that help you? Imagine if you were told that you're capable of achieving and you can. And it's okay if you don't. But always put your all into everything that you do to ensure that you can have something that comes out the other side, which is supportive of you holistically. And if you don't do well, move on to the next thing. Imagine if you were told that you weren't quantified by your size or your beauty or how you actually, you know, how you appeared. Because ultimately we're human, right? We're human. And some of us can maintain a particular weight and some of us can't. I fluctuate. I go up and down and I accept this is a natural part of me. It's very easy for me to go up. And actually it's not so bad for me to come down not as bad as I thought it was. I have a husband who just stays in one shape, which is great. He, He's great. He never has to worry about it. And um, it's quite funny because um, this week I haven't been 100% myself. I've been a bit weak because I got sick and I twisted my ankle and I was leaving work yesterday and I was feeling quite, like, quite full with cold that I wasn't able to manage myself as I normally would and I tripped on the ankle that I twisted and fell over so <laughs> my husband picks me up from the station and um, he's West Indian very Jamaican and, and Jamaicans do not mince their words now I have a particular relationship with myself and I recognize the relationship I have with my husband and I'm quite comfortable with myself. So this was this made me laugh because it, it, it got me to recognise how far I've actually come because it wasn't devastating what he had said. But it, it had this been said to me probably five, six, seven, ten years ago, 20 years ago, would have ruined me. And we were in, we were in the vehicle coming back and my ankle was hurting me and I was feeling all hot and bothered. And he said, I won't use the accent because you won't be able to understand me. Um, but he said, <laughs> he said, are you sure it's not because you've been putting on weight while you, while you tripped up <laughs> and you twisted your ankle? And I sat, in the, in, I sat there and I thought, he really just said that. Anyway, when I got out, I, it was really funny. And I'd called my sister and we were having a good old laugh about it. Now... The reason why I share that story with you is that the relationship I have with myself is different 
than to the relationship I had with myself years ago when that could have devastated me and ruined me. Whereas I recognised where he was coming from and he was trying to be helpful, right? By telling me, obviously, I've reached such a state that I'm so big, I've tripped over myself, I can't manage anymore. But the point is, it wasn't something that penetrated my psyche. I found the humour in it. I... I saw the humour in it because I didn't I didn't take it inward and I didn't add it to old stuff because of the relationship that I have with myself now. Now, so many of us walk around and we have such a bad relationship with ourselves that we we pile on all the negativity and all of the confusion into our psyche and we carry it with us. And when we don't like ourselves... We hide parts of ourselves. We pretend that we're okay when we're not okay. We say things like, I'm fine. No, you're not. We um, act out as if when it's not really that way. And then internally, we hurt ourselves. Or sometimes we hurt ourselves physically externally without recognising it. It's really common for some people to dig their nails in and draw blood purely because... It's they can't recognise what they're doing. Do you know there's that happens to hundreds, thousands of people. I've met so many people in the therapy room that self-harm without trying to self-harm. What they're doing is they're so caught up in their emotions they don't realise what they've actually done because of their relationship with themselves. When you have a healthy relationship with yourself, everything you do for yourself will be holistic and in support of you. You won't do things against you because you're working for you. And when you start working for you, you'll always do the best for you. And you'll always look out for your best interest. So you'll recognise that actually today, I'm not feeling too well. I'm going to be comfortable or... I am going to read this document a couple of times because it takes me a little while to figure it out. I I know what I'm like, so I'm going to do that. I'm going to eat a full breakfast because I'm a bit tired today and I need that extra bit of fuel. I'm going to, you know, looking after yourself, doing things which are in support of you so that you can, you can actually be as, as, as good, as great, as best as you can on a daily basis. You can be the version of you which supports you moving forward. The version of you. Hmm. Even saying that seems a bit weird because I don't, I'm not promoting you be a version of you, promoting you to just be you, just be comfortably you. But you can only do that when you have a really positive relationship with yourself. And the relationship with yourself is the most important of all relationships. Because you have to live with you. And it's easy for us to allow other people into our mental, emotional psyche, chipping away at us. And we allow it because we don't know any different. So we buy into the concept, believing that there's something wrong with us. Did you know that the moment you were born, you were filled with confidence? You were filled with all the confidence and self-esteem that you needed. 
you were a baby and you looked around and the world was amazing and you loved it. You know, you were, everything, you, you experienced it. It was because you learned things about yourself. In order to improve your relationships that you spend time in, you have to start with the first relationship that you have, and that's the one with you. That's the one where you start to look after yourself. We learn so many negative things about ourselves over the years, not realising that actually all of this stuff is quite damaging. It's damaging to us. It's important to work yourself into a positive place, manoeuvre yourself into a, 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 a mental and emotional stable way of recognising that it's not just that you're worthy or that you've achieved things, but actually as a whole person you're acceptable as you are. Recognising that you will change. Your weight will go up, it will go down. You will definitely age. That's without a shadow of a doubt. Things will change and none of it is bad. Being accepting of yourself as a whole person. There was a point in my life that... If I'd ever put on weight, I would have been devastated. I recognise that I'm only human and it will happen. And these things can change. And it's all about your commitment to yourself, depending on what it is that you want to do. Providing that what you want to do is about you and not anybody else. Because if it's because of somebody else... You'll never be able to see your very own beauty, your very own worth, your very own uniqueness because you're looking through the eyes of somebody else. So instead of looking at the mirror, evil mirror on the wall, who's the ugliest of them all? <laughs> Look in the mirror as your friend. We don't like to look in the mirror, some of us, because we do think it's the evil mirror. It's not the evil mirror. We have an evil mirror at the clinic. There is one, there's a few toilets, there's one toilet and the mirror is absolutely awful. <laughs> I am definitely extreme in there. It's, I cannot stand looking in this mirror. It is not a nice mirror. There's really not a nice mirror. That's the evilest mirror of them all. But actually that just shows me one way that I could look. It's not the end of the world. I can use it. It highlights everything. You think to yourself, oh my God, am I walking around like that? There is always a mirror that makes you think, oh my gosh. However, that's just one mirror. There's another mirror and another mirror, okay? The point is that you can look in any mirror and still be your friend, okay? Still be loving towards you. Rather than looking in the mirror... And looking for all the ugliest parts. Look in the mirror. You're not necessarily looking for the fairest parts either. Because that's the confusion with that fairy tale. Who's the fairest of them all? It's like, hmm, how about looking in the mirror and recognising your body for all the functions, all the wonderful stuff it does for you? And then how it feels and how it moves. As opposed to quantifying it and how it, how it appears. This is the problem. We really are all different. We really, really are. And we're getting to an age where we're getting a bit tired of being judged by how we look. So if we're getting tired of how 
we're being judged by how we look, would it make sense that we should be tired of how we judge ourselves on how we look? So I'm going to leave you with the concept of looking in the mirror and being your very own best friend. Being loving and caring towards yourself. Being supportive towards yourself. Because the relationship with you is the most important one that you could ever have. Because it's all about you. Sign up to my newsletter. Go to my website, DesireeShaw.com. And if you scroll down, it'll say, join the newsletter. And I would urge you, join it. I'm going to be creating some quite interesting things. If you haven't already noticed, go and have a look at my YouTube channel, Desiree Shaw. I have started um, posting on Relationship SOS. This is a production i done with Andrew Magno. Actually, Magno Media. He's fantastic. Go and have a look. And have a look and maybe there's something there that resonates with you. But sign up to the website. Join the movement of you now. Because it's all about you now. We're moving a little bit deeper than that self-love thing. I'm going to tell you a a little bit about self-love one day, but not now. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. My name is Desiree Shaw. I'm a psychotherapist and I vlog and I podcast. Practice at the Priory. And I will be back on Monday and Wednesday and Friday. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful Friday. And see how you can increase and improve the relationship with yourself. Bye for now.